Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, B.C. For the next hour, you and I are going to discover some great jazz, including some on the fringes of the genre, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. Today, part two of Women in Jazz, where we extend International Women's Day by a week or two. One person I didn't touch on last week and one of the most important figures in moving jazz forward is Alice Coltrane. Born Alice McLeod, she was a professional jazz musician well before she met John Coltrane in the early 1960s. She was a composer, pianist, and harp player. Many people are familiar with her many spiritual albums after she abandoned her secular life and moved into that cosmic spiritual world. But less known is her earlier work, such as her first recording where she was pianist with vibraphonist Terry Gibbs. I'll play something from the first recording she made from 1963, where she's a pianist on a record called Terry Gibbs Plays Jewish Melodies in Jazz Time going by her birth name of Alice McLeod. Although she wasn't Jewish, Yiddish writer and percussionist Matt Temkin talks about how she was making those Eastern-style runs on the minor songs and sounding very authentic. These were mostly runs she got from listening to John Coltrane, who she later married, and all the musicians flipped out every time she played on that session. Listen to her piano and Terry Gibbs' recording of Baymir Bistashane from 1963. <laughs> Thank you. 
vibraphonist Terry Gibbs from 1963, featuring Alice Coltrane on piano for her first recording, Baymir Bistushane. Should I do another pianist before moving on to a couple other featured instrumentalists? Sure. She's the leader of the all-female and international group Artemis, originally from Vancouver, Rene Rosness. This is a 1990 CD that I picked up at a thrift store, and I've listened to quite a bit, with the great Joe Henderson on tenor sax and Steve Wilson on soprano and alto saxes, Ira Coleman bass and Billy Drummond on drums. Here's one of her own compositions called Malaga Moon. Thank you. 
Renee Roseness. There are so many wonderful female pianists, and she's one of them. I could fill a few programs with just them, but I promised you I'd move on to some other featured instruments. She won a Juno for this album in 2016. Her name's Allison O, spelled A-U, and the album is called Forest Grove. From that album, a tune called Tides, a lovely composition with a very tight band of Todd Pentney on piano, Joe Maharaj on bass, Fabio Ragnelli drums, Canadian Allison O.
Canadian saxophonist Alison O. Let's go to something even more modern and a bit out there. In last year's Downbeat Critics Poll, the miscellaneous instruments category was won by a female cellist. Her name's Tomika Reed. I was curious to hear her. Here she is, playing with the winner in the guitarist category, Mary Halverson. The album is called Old Slash New, and it's from 2019. Here's the title track. Thank you. 
the Tomika Reed Quartet with Tomika Reed on cello, Mary Halverson guitar, Jason Robke bass, Thomas Fujiwara drums. Old, new. You're listening to episode two of Women in Jazz, and I guess this would be a good time to have a big contrast and go into something more mainstream. She's originally from Chilliwack, B.C., another one of many places where I've lived. I see her name often on jazz critics and readers' polls, especially for her trumpet work. Her latest album was somewhat a departure from the very traditional-sounding records she made before. It's called Nothing Ever Happens. She calls this one Blackbird Fantasy. It combines Duke Ellington's black and tan fantasy and Paul McCartney's Blackbird. Here it is, Bria Skonberg.
originally from Chilliwack, now living in New York, Bria Skonberg on trumpet and vocals, with a regular performance band of uh, pianist Mathis Picard, Doug Womble on guitar, B3 keyboardist John Cowerhead, Patrick Bartley on saxes, Devin Starks bass, and drummer Darian Douglas. Today, talking about women in jazz, a two-part series inspired by International Women's Day last week. And last week, I talked a bit about Maria Schneider, who continually wins the polls for arranger, composer. She did a Grammy for Best Ensemble Album and Album of the Year. Well, before Maria Schneider, a frequent winner and the first woman to win in that category of Best Arranger and Composer in Downbeat Magazine's Critics Poll was Toshiko Akiyoshi, originally from Japan. She won that award as well as Jazz Album of the Year in 1978 for an album called Insights. It was actually the Toshiko Akiyoshi Lutabak and Big Band with Tobacco on tenor sax and Akiyoshi on piano. Uh, I'm going to play something from an album that they recorded two years previous. Uh, it was called um, Tales of a Courtesan, and this track is called Interlude. Thank you. 
Toshiko Akiyoshi, arranger and pianist, with the Toshiko Akiyoshi Lute Back and Big Band, Interlude. Akiyoshi, at the age of 92, apparently remains active, preferring solo piano since abandoning her big band many years ago. And speaking of solo piano, how can one forget the late Marion McPartland, host of Marion McPartland's Piano Jazz on National Public Radio from 1978 to 2011, the Marion McPartland Trio, with bassist Bill Crow and drummer Joe Morello, was formed in the early 50s and cemented her status as a jazz legend. From 1955, here is that trio with a tune that was composed by Lil Hardin Armstrong, although the authorship is still in dispute between her and Louis, strutting with some barbecue. Marion McPartland. 
Heartland Trio from 1955, Joe Morello on drums and Bill Crow bass. Let's have another pianist, one we lost in 2017, the great Jerry Allen. She was the director of the Jazz Studies program at the University of Pittsburgh. In 1994, she led a trio with Ron Carter on bass and Tony Williams drums. Let's hear something from that Blue Note album they made called 21. The album had many original compositions, plus a few standards, and the playing on the tracks I've heard is spectacular. Here's a Jerry Allen original called Feed the Fire.
The Fire, Jerry Allen Trio with Tony Williams and Ron Carter. And that Jerry Allen composition is the first track on the new album by another great pianist, Helen Sung, a Texas pianist of Chinese origin. The album is called Quartet Plus. It was released last September, and it celebrates women jazz composers. The one I'm going to play is Wrong Key Donkey, written by Carla Blay. It's a lot of fun partly thanks to the presence of the Harlem Quartet, providing some fun pseudo-classical relief in the midst of what sounds like free jazz, funk, and maybe a touch of bebop. It was originally recorded by the Gary Burton Quintet in 1976. Helen Sung on piano, an arrangement with David Wong bass and Kendrick Scott on drums.
violins sung. While I'm focusing primarily on women who are instrumentalists rather than singers, I think I can end this two-part series with a couple vocals. First, Esperanza Spalding, who has made her name as a jazz bassist as well as a vocalist and songwriter. Her latest album is called Songwrites Apothecary Lab, and she sees it as a healing album. All 13 selections are called Formwella, from number 1 to 13. Here is Formwella number 9, with Matthew Stevens on guitar, Leo Genovese on piano, Aaron Burnett saxophone, Francesco Mella on drums, and of course Esperanza Spalding on bass and vocals. Does he let her real feelings shine? Do you let your real feelings shine? If the answer isn't yes, then yes. You probably walk in and chance it with her.
Esperanza Spalding, and that latest album of hers sounds so interesting. Last but not least in this program that honors women jazz artists, here's probably somebody who's been honored by Canada Post by having her picture on a new stamp. And most people, including me, had never heard of her. Her name is Eleanor Collins. The stamp depicts the Canadian First Lady of Jazz. She also, a few years ago, received an Order of Canada, a very significant award. She is still alive and is 102 years old. It's very hard to find any recordings by Eleanor Collins. She apparently turned down recording contracts from the U.S., preferring to stay in Canada. It appears that the only commercial recording that is in existence is this track, where she was guest vocalist on a CD called She-Bop, a century of jazz compositions by Canadian women, by a B.C. all-woman group called Mother of Pearl. Here is that track, recorded in 2001, written by Ruth Lowe from Toronto in 1939, I'll Never Smile Again, Mother of Pearl with Eleanor Collins. And my name's Larry Sademan. This is Discovering Jazz. I invite you to tune in next week when I go into my jazz LPs and see what I feel like playing. Bye for now. I'll never smile again until I smile at you I'll never laugh again What good would it do For tears that fill my eyes My heart would realize That our romance Is I'm so in love with you I will never thrill again To somebody Within, within my heart, I know I will never start to smile again until I smile at you.
Smile. 